can run, but you can't hide. It's far too late for that. Welcome to the dark side, where the night never ends. As Fangoria presents Dreadtime Stories with your host, Malcolm McDowell. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey, Laurie? Hey, honey, are, are you here? James? Why is it so dark in here? Is it? I didn't notice. Let me get a lamp. There. That's better. Well, I'm sorry I'm late, hon. Another meeting? Yeah, I warned you when we got married. Kind of goes with the territory. Well, you're here now. That's all that matters. Yeah. You eating yet? I was waiting for you. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. I should have called. I grabbed a bite on the way, but you know, we can order something if you like. Well, I can manage. Okay. Well, what about the boys? They gotta be hungry, huh? Uh, don't worry about them. I always make sure they're fed. Hmm. In bed already? They're having their bath. Yeah, those two. They take more baths than any kids I've ever seen. At least they're clean. You should be grateful. Yeah, I am. I'm grateful. Before you came along, this house was as empty as a tomb. You know, sometimes I wonder what, what I did to deserve you three. Now, you're the best thing that ever happened to us, James. I knew it the day we met at the river... Remember? Yeah, I sure do. I was so depressed I wanted to jump in. And then I saw you like something out of a dream. I thought I was the one who was dreaming. 
Oh, I better see how they're doing, huh? Do you want this first? What? Oh, you are an angel. You never forget. Single malt, your favorite. Indeed. Mm. Now that is what I call service. Would you like anything else, sir? <laughs> yes, come here. Mm. The boys. The, the who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about them? Well, they've been waiting, too. Oh, have they now? Of course they have. You're their father now. <sighs> all right, all right. I'll go tuck them in. Of course, uh, you know, it's, it's been a long day. We could turn in early ourselves. Would you go? <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Drying them off. Over here, boss. Hey, boys. <laughs> ah, ahoy in there. Hey, what the? Are you guys taking a bath in the dark? We like it like this. You do, huh? All right, where's the light switch? Do you have to? There, much better. No, it isn't. Mama said it was okay. All right, you two. Out of the tub, or you're gonna get so wrinkly you'll stay that way. Uh, that's not true. Sure it is. I mean, didn't you ever hear what happened? What? Well, there was this old guy, see? Lived around here, all the way down the ravine by the river. Now, he liked to go swimming every day. Several times a day, actually. Until finally, he didn't come back. He didn't? Nope. And you want to know why? Why? When they found him, he turned into a frog. No way. Mama says people come out of the river, they don't go back in. Oh, she does, does she? <laughs> come on, grab a towel. Not yet, Daddy. You have to feed us first. What, what? I thought she did that already. Don't you know anything? All right, come on. Let's go. Stand up, Ted. You too, Ray. And how are my three men? <sighs> Slippery as eels. Hand me another towel, will you, hon? Oh, uh, let the water out of the tub, fellas. We can't. Why not? It's broken. What is? The drain. All right, quit stalling. Wait a minute. I think I see something. Where? You have to lean down. Go on. A little more. There. Hmm. Looks like it's plugged up. Uh, with what? I don't know. Take a closer look. Hmm. Water's pretty cloudy. Lean all the way in. What's wrong? I feel dizzy. Well, let me help you. <laughs> Daddy's going swimming! Let go of me! I can't... Can't what? Breathe underwater? Poor Daddy. He doesn't know how, but we do. Get them off me! Don't fight it, James. I put something in your drink to make it easier. Why don't you relax? Go with the flow. No, no, no! Now, Mama? Is it time? Yes. Time to feed. <laughs> yeah, yeah! Victor's Fix-It. Yours? 
still there? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, hi, Jolene. I knew you were. I can see the light in the shop from here. What time is it? A little after seven. Shh, I must have lost track. Working late? I was reading a book. You were? Which one? The new Rex Christian. The library got it today. Any good? The best ever. What's this one called? Nightmare Territory. I just finished the first story. I didn't mean to bother you. Oh, that's all right. I guess you haven't even been home. Well, when you didn't stop by the diner, well, I figured you changed your mind. About what? The movie. Oh, was it tonight? Oh, it's okay. Oh, Jolene, I'm sorry. Uh, really. We could still make it if I come right over. No biggie. They'll have a different one next week. I will be right there. His name is Victor Rippon, resident of a small town in the Pacific Northwest. He has his own business and he lives alone since the divorce. His life is simple now. He spends most of it at work or reading stories by his favorite horror writer. They are his only friends, apart from a waitress at the diner across the street. Tonight, he agreed to meet her for a movie, strictly platonic, of course, because He's not quite ready to trust anyone again. But before the night is over, he'll reach out to a new friend. The only one who might understand. It's a risky step. But as the saying goes, a man with nothing has nothing to lose. Or does he? We'll return to Fangoria's Dread Time stories after these words. Now, back to Fangoria's Dread Time stories and Talking in the Dark. More coffee, Hank? Don't mind if I do. I'll get you some sugar. Don't need any. But you like it sweet. Give me your hand. Why? Stir it with your finger. <laughs> what for? That'll make it plenty sweet. <laughs> you. I'm sorry I'm late. Oh, go ahead and have a seat. Any table is fine. Walt? Yeah? One more and I'm out of here. Sure thing, Jolene. What'll it be? Hold on. It's almost 7.30. Will you relax? When's the last time you ate? I ate something. When? I don't remember. Uh, uh, I swear, you're gonna waste away. Make it a blue plate special. Coming up. You should go on without me. Well, now that wouldn't be any fun. But you wanted to see this one. It'll be out on DVD. Then maybe we can, you know, watch it together. I mean, if you want to. Oh, uh, I don't even have a player. You don't? 
Susan took everything. Paul. Victor, look at me. Are you all right? I'm fine. Are you? I didn't get much sleep is all. Mm, I can tell. Don't, don't worry about me. But I do. Jolene. Listen, you're my friend. We're friends. And friends tell each other things, don't they? I guess. Well, you never tell me anything. Nothing to tell. I, I go to work, I go home, I read. Sometimes I have dreams, I get up. What kind of dreams? Yeah, you don't want to know. That's just it, I do. Know what I think. I think you read too much. <laughs> What's wrong with reading? Too much of that horror stuff, I mean. Only the ones by Rex. I know every story by heart. I'll bet you do. Oh, I wish he'd write more. I'd read them all. Tell me one thing. What's so special about him? Well, he's the only one who gets it right. I mean, there are lots of people who write horror, but they just do it for the money. You know, vampires, werewolves, same old thing. Kid stuff, who cares? Rex, though, he's been there. I can tell, he knows. Knows what? One shrimp platter. I could have got it, Walt. You're off the clock, Jolie. Piece of pie with that? What kind do you want? Oh, oh, no thanks, I don't have much of an appetite. Just the blue plate, then. Take it out of my tip jar? Wait, I can pay. This one's on the house. Enjoy. That's the only thing you'll let me do for you. <sighs> That's not true. Listen, come over to my place. Right now, I've got Blu-ray. You can see anything you want. Do you hear what I'm saying? Anything. Um, not tonight. And when? Maybe next week. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I get the message. It's not you. Then what is it? Look, I'm not her. Can you get that through your head? I'm working on it. Well, when you do, drop me a postcard. In the meantime, why don't you tell Rex Christian all about it? Maybe he'll understand. He walked the two miles along the river with his fists in his pockets. He wanted to get home before the past, his past, settled over him like giant wings. He felt as if the only connection he had with the world was this book of stories. He could hardly wait to read the next one. Then, quite suddenly, it came to him. Something she had said. The idea grew until he could think of nothing else. Perhaps she was right. He didn't know if it would work, but he had to try. Dear sir, I do not have your home address. So I am sending this in care of your publisher. 
If it does not reach you, let me know. I am not in the habit of writing to famous authors. This is the first time, so please bear with me. I have been reading your works for approximately six years. Mr. Christian, Rex, if I may call you that, you are my favorite author and greatest fan. Some people say you are too depressing, but I disagree. You do not write for children or women with weak hearts. I have all of your works. They are very excellent plots. To tell the truth, they scare the shit out of me, if you know what I mean, and I think you do. Wink, wink. I hope I haven't missed any. If so, please send a list of the titles. I am enclosing a self-addressed envelope for your convenience. My wife introduced me to your books, my ex-wife, I should say, and I guess I should thank her for that much. She left me two and one half years ago, took the kids, I don't know why she didn't say. Twice with my late parents' help, I found out where she was staying, but too late. So that is the way she wants it. I miss my kids, though. He went on in that vein for 300 pages until his fingers began to cramp. It was time to end the letter. If you ever find yourself in my neck of the woods, please feel free to drop by. We could have some beers and talk about the many things we have in common. I have a very important question to ask you. I hope you don't mind. It's a simple thing to you, and I'm sure you could answer it. I don't know anybody else who could help. I live in my parents' old house now. My number is 474-2841. If I'm not here, I'll be at Victor's Fix-It Shop or at the Blue and White Diner on Main Street. You can't miss it. Please stop by on your next visit to the West Coast. We horror fans have to stick together. As you said in your introduction to Nightmare Territory, it may be a long time till morning, but there's no law against talking in the dark. Sincerely yours, Victor Rippin. He would mail the letter first thing tomorrow. For now, there was nothing to do but wait. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. 
R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. That'll be 1437 with tax. Wow, sure does add up. Well, let's see. Two burger combos with fries, two Cokes, and something for the governor. <laughs> Here's your change. Can I have an ice cream? I don't know. Please, Dad. We need to get gas. Oh, put your money away. It's the happiest time of the year. What's your favorite? Chocolate caribou. One chocolate caribou bar coming up. Here you go, young man. Enjoy. Well, thank you very kindly, ma'am. Oh, we aim to please. Oh, uh, and it's Miss... I mean, Miss. What do you say to the lady? Thanks. Merry Christmas. You got a customer waiting. Do tell. Table three, Jolie. Him? Oh, he's no customer of mine. I thought you two were, uh, friends. We used to be. Do me a favor. Take his order. Business is slow enough. Happy holidays, stranger. Oh, uh, hi, Jolene. What'll it be? Just coffee. That all? Because we have a minimum. I only came in so I could talk to you. Hmm, something wrong with your telephone? That wasn't it. Then what? I had to think things through. You sure took your time. Mm, I had a lot on my mind. Let me guess. Waiting for the next book by what's-his-name? Rex Christian. Um, it's not that. I'd do something to offend you. Jolene, I, I know I'm not much of a friend. It's like I forgot how. So, I made a decision. You deserve better than me. I'll be the judge of that. Somebody who's there for you. Well, you're here now. I thought something happened to you. Victor, when I think of you alone out there in that big house, I worry. I can't help it. Don't waste your time. Okay, how's this? They've got a special show at the Alcazar. A horror movie. Your favorite kind. Not anymore. Oh, why not? They're all the same now. This one's supposed to be good. Okay, uh, what's the name of it? Christmas, bloody Christmas. <laughs> Have you seen it? 
I hear it's pretty violent. So? It's only fake blood. I know. That's the trouble. They just don't get it. So you want to go? I, I don't know. This is the uncut version. You wouldn't like it. I'm a big girl. I think I can take it. It might give you dreams. Well, I wouldn't exactly want to see it alone, but... Hey, I have an idea. What if I drive you home after work? We could pick up some food on the way. I'm a heck of a cook, you know that. And afterwards, we can come back to town for the show. Sounds like a lot of trouble. I need to eat too, don't I? You wouldn't have to wash dishes, I promise. You don't want to be out that late. I can go all night long. If you can. <laughs> I'll call you. Okay. Be that way. You still have my number? Yeah. Well, don't forget. I won't. Uh, Victor? Yes? Do me a favor. Zip up your jacket. It's cold out there. Happy Christmas Eve to you, too. You can lead a horse to water, but... What in the world is wrong with that man? Sometimes you have to take the bull by the horns. Horses don't have horns, Walt. You're too much one for him, is all. <laughs> oh, you. Blue and white. Nope. Hold on. He coming back? Why? Phone call. For Victor Rippon. That his name? Who is it? Who's... Hello? You still there? Hmm. Must not have been important. They hung up. Why the hell is it so dark in here? Is it? I didn't notice. Yeah, you don't notice much, do you? Turn on the lamp. Yeah, forget, forget it, I'll get it. Did you have another meeting? Look, don't give me the third degree. I warned you when we got married, it goes with the territory. Well, you're here now. That's all that matters. Yeah. Have you eaten yet? Yeah, whatever. I grabbed some crap on the way. You should have called so I could make dinner. I could whip up something, if you like. Yeah, what are the brats doing now? Taking their bath. They take more baths than anybody I've ever seen. It's it's not natural, Lori. Well, at least they're clean. You should be grateful. Oh, I am. You wouldn't believe how grateful. You know what? Before you came along, I had all the peace and quiet I wanted. Sometimes I wonder, what, what did I do to deserve you three? You're the best thing that ever happened to us, James. <laughs> I knew it the day we met by the river. Remember? Oh, yeah. You bet I do. I should have drowned the three of you right then and there. I'd be better off. Oh, James. Hey, hey, aren't you forgetting something? I have to see the boys. Hello, single malt on the rocks. Yes, sir. Yeah. <sighs> That's more like it. 
Anything else? Yeah, new life would be great. You've had a hard day. Why don't you turn in? I'll put the boys to bed. You the little bastards. James, please. You've been under a lot of pressure. I understand that. Do you? I have an idea. Why don't we take a vacation? What? Just the two of us. We could leave the boys and my sisters. You know what? I have a better idea. Where are you going? Something I should have done a long time ago. Hey! What's going on in here? We were just playing. Oh, were you? Uh-huh. James? Daddy? Daddy, stop! You know sons of mine. No, no, no! James? Yes, no! What are you doing? We're playing a little game. Let go of them. Oh no, I want to see how long they can hold their breath. You monster! You're killing them! Yeah, go on, take your best shot, Lori. Won't do any good now. I'm calling the police. Too late for that! Let go! It's over. Don't you get it? I'm on to you. You're choking me! Stop faking. You're not human. You are straight from hell! You're insane! Yeah, you were gonna leave me, weren't you, Lori? Take it all, weren't you? I don't have a choice. <laughs> now, I'll drag the three of you down to the river. An accident. Yeah, that's what they'll say. Or maybe you drowned him. And yourself. Ah, sure, sure. You were depressed. The house was empty when I got here. Yeah. Perfect. Hello? Victor? Yeah, yeah. Something wrong? Um, I was just... I must have fallen asleep. I was reading. You were, huh? Anything good? Or, no, wait. I was having a dream. First, it was a story, but then it changed. Well, you're not dreaming now. No. At least I don't think so. Great to get a hold of you, Vic. Finally. Who is this? Well, just who do you think? It's Rex. Rex Christian. We'll return to Fangoria's Dreadtime stories after these words. Hi, I'm Carl Amari. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, The Whistler, and Abbott and Costello, consider joining the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 of the greatest classic radio shows of all time. As curator, the 10 shows I select will be the best sound quality and the most popular, along with a rare show sprinkled in to add to the fun. I'll also send you historical liner notes, plus photos of the radio stars. Members also receive 
receive an email each week with a link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show. The links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 whenever you'd like. The first month membership fee is only $1, with each additional month under $10. And you can cancel at any time with no obligation. By joining the Classic Radio Club, you're supporting this show, so we thank you very much. Join the Classic Radio Club at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now, back to Fangoria's Dread Time Stories and Talking in the Dark. Who? I told you. I got your letter. You did? I was passing through and I thought I'd take you up on your invite. I hope you don't mind the short notice. If if this is some kind of joke... It's no joke, Uh, believe me. Listen, I'll hit your town in about, say, an hour, and I was wondering, are you free tonight by any chance? Uh, I I guess so. I, I mean... You live alone, right? Right. Anybody coming over for the holidays and all? Nobody ever comes here. Perfect. Oh, and do one thing for me. Sure, Rex. Anything. Don't mention this to a soul. Because I'm traveling incognito, and you don't know how it is when the word gets around. People just gather like flies. They do? I mean, I I bet they do. Thanks, Vic. I knew you'd understand. See you in 60. He spent the next hour straightening up. By the time he heard the car outside, he was in a panic. This couldn't be happening, could it? It's him. What do I do? What do I say? Vic? Yes? Well, put her there, pal. How's it hanging? They sat by the fireplace. Rex was shorter than he expected, a small man, dwarfed by a long overcoat. Victor hardly knew what to say, but that was all right. Rex seemed to be in charge of the dialogue. Do you want to take your coat off? Oh, don't worry about me, Vic. Uh, I'm really sorry about the mess. Are you kidding? This is perfect. It is? The furniture, all of it. Uh, My folks saved everything. I should put it in storage. Why? It's great. Look at that wall. Souvenirs, medals. Your dad's picture, huh? Yeah. He was in the infantry. That rifle's a classic. Mm, Probably doesn't even work anymore. And the sword. Oh, uh, my granddad's. From World War II. He brought it back from Okinawa. I can't just throw it away. Why should you? Nobody could think up details like that. You could. Oh, not on your life. I only write what I know. I'll get a couple more beers. Oh, not for me, thanks. You sure? One's plenty. I like to keep a clear head so I can remember it all. I, I guess you have to, so you can describe things when you write. Bingo. And not just things. People. The way they look, how they talk. That's my bread and butter. So, 
This is where my biggest fan lives. Pretty far out of the way for you. Not a problem. It's worth it. It is? More than you know. Did you have any trouble finding the place? <laughs> it's not much of a road. No, no. I planned it out in advance. On the map. You did? All part of a trip. Are you on vacation? Not me. I don't take time off. How come? Oh, writer's work is never done. Oh, I get it. You're on your way to sign books at bookstores. We don't have any good ones around here. You have to go to the city for that? Where are you headed? Portland? Seattle? If I'd have known, I'd have closed the shop so I could be there. Would you really? Heck yeah. Well, you can relax. I don't do bookstores. You don't? No, too many people. Really? The wrong kind of people. The ones who show up out of curiosity just to kill time. Then your trip's not for publicity? No way. So then why? Well, you might say this is part of my research. You must do a lot of that. Whatever it takes to get what I need. I go on a trip like this every year. Rent a car, visit people around the country. I like to surprise them, my real fans. I'll bet you have plenty. A few. It's my way of paying them back. You have a secretary? What for? Get all the letters. Uh, you probably get a ton. I open every one myself. You do? You never know. Take yours, for example. You read it? Personally? And guess what? It was the best. Sure. You think I'm lying? That's one thing I never do. And neither do you. I could tell yours was the real deal, straight from the heart. That's why I put it at the top of the list. The, the list? For my research. They don't get any better than that. Oh, you didn't have to come all this way. Of course I did. I had to see for myself. See? What it's like. Nothing beats the old one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, I'm afraid I'm pretty boring. Yeah, right. I know how to read between the lines. You laid it out right here in your letter. You carried it with you? Sure did. <laughs> I figured you'd just toss it. Oh, how could I? It's part of my job. I thought you would be a very private person, being a celebrity and all. Oh, I am. Except when it comes to my fans. They're the raw material. I like to go to the source of the Nile, if you know what I mean. Even someplace like this? Especially someplace like this. But it's so far out of the way. Oh, it's perfect. So, you really do care about the people who read your books? You don't know the half of it. That is the reason you have so many fans. Because you care and because you always tell the truth. I do my best. The real truth, what it's like, at least the way it should be. Should? I mean, in your stories, people get what they deserve, no matter what. You better believe it. I do. Good. That's good. It's what gives me hope that there's going to be justice sooner or later for the ones who have it coming. I couldn't put it better myself. And what do you deserve, Vic? M me? Who else are we talking about? Huh. 
Well, that's a hard question. Why? <laughs> I don't have much of a life now, in case you couldn't tell. And don't sell yourself short, Bic. You know, I, I didn't used to be this way. I was a people person, but uh, that just didn't work out. Gotcha. I'm gonna be more of a project-type person from now on. I think that's great. You do? Because it just so happens there's a little project you could help me with. That is, if you're interested. What is it? A new book? Bingo. Oh, man. Would I like to hear about that? If you could talk about it, I mean. Well, of course I can. With you. In fact, I can't think of anybody I'd rather work with. <laughs> What's the plot? An epidemic. I'm still roughing it out, but I can see where it's going. Ah, well, what kind of epidemic? Well, that's where the research comes in. I'm good at research. Just You, you just tell me what you need. Uh, there's a library in town. I can look things up, make copies. No good. They even have a computer. I could go on the internet. Too much trouble. I'm a quick learner. I'm sure you are, Vic, but that's the long way around. You wouldn't have to pay me or anything. It would be an honor. I want to make this as easy as possible for you, Vic. Tell me what to do, and I'll start tomorrow morning. I'm afraid that's too late. Well, this is a holiday. Uh, everything's closed early. If you want to start right away... We've already started. Do we have? You better believe it. Well, then, what do you need? Your feelings. My feelings? In your own words. <laughs> Who'd care about that? You'd be surprised. Here we go. Ready? Set? I don't know how. Come on, you can do it. What do you want me to say? The truth, that's all. I don't even know what that is anymore. Sure you do. I believe in you, and you can take that to the bank. Now go. The truth. The real honest-to-God truth. Well, uh, the truth. Uh, the truth is... Yes? I've been kind of mixed up lately. Nothing to be ashamed of. You wrote about it in your letter. Let me see. Ah, yes. Here's the page. What I know isn't enough. I thought it would be, but it isn't. Because all the things we learned, the really important things, when it came time to live them, they didn't work. The system couldn't help us. And we're dying. But don't worry, I'm a fighter. I know one thing that is true, never give up. Tell me something, Vic. Did you mean that? Yeah. But it's hard. I know. I try. I do. I get out of bed, but sometimes I, I can't. I just, I can't. Because of the past? Yes. Well, that's your mistake. It is? None of that matters now. But I can't get it out of my head. Forget it. I wish I could. Listen to me, Vic. Let go. I can't just... Yes, you can. What's holding you back? I don't know. I swear. I, 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 I told you everything. In the letter. Let's see. Yes. You said there's something you want to ask me. 
something very, very important. So, this is your chance. You'll think it's stupid. No, I won't. I give you my word. Well, I'm listening. It's just... Go on. Well, I decided I, I want to be a writer. Did you? I know I, I have a lot to learn before I'm ready, but the trouble is... Say it. I don't know what to write about. Then why do you want to do it? Because there's nobody to talk to. Nobody who'll understand. Don't be so sure about that. What would you tell them if you could? I don't know. Tell me, Vic. I'll put it down exactly the way you say it. I'm afraid. Go ahead. Let it out. Do that and you'll never be afraid ever again. I want to. Nobody's listening, are they? We're completely alone. How perfect is that? Like this house. A great setting. I could tell you were exactly what I needed. Your kind always are. The ones who live in out-of-the-way places. The quiet ones with no ties. That's the way it has to be. Otherwise, I couldn't use you. For what? Well, I told you. Research. But why do you care what I feel? It makes my work different. Tell me what's inside you right now, this minute, this second. I don't care what happened before. <laughs> if I wrote that, I couldn't sell it to my grandmother for a nickel. Maybe you could. But the people you write about, they're so real. I'll let you in on a little secret. Books aren't real. They're make-believe, at least for other writers. But mine are different. That's what turns my readers on. They're looking for that extra edge. It gets inside their brains till they think it's happening to them. And in a sense, it is. Because they're experiencing it, creating it right along with me. But where does it come from? How do you figure out what to say? I, I try, but what I know isn't... <laughs> Wait a minute. You want to know where I get my ideas? Is that your big question? Well, as a matter of fact... Open your eyes. It's right in front of you. What is? This rifle on the wall, for example. Or the Japanese sword next to it. I still don't understand. Don't you? Everybody and everything has a story waiting to come out. Sometimes it takes a little coaxing, that's all. It's my mission. You and I are two of a kind. We both have the same goal, to find the story that's inside you. What if there's nothing there? Oh, there is. I promise. And you have the same right to share it with the world as anybody else. It's your birthright, what you were put here for. I... I want to believe that. You're perfect, Vic. Wait, what? You want to know where I get my ideas? Well, just where do you think? From this cesspool called life, 
and I'll never run out as long as I go directly to the source. Because I'll never, ever finish paying you all back. No. My, my, my God, no. You're, you're wrong. It's a lie. You're... I want to know how you feel right now. Open up to me, Vic. All the way. It won't hurt, I promise. Get off me. Stop. How does this feel, Vic? I have to know. Tell my readers. What about this? And this? No. Tell me! I must find the perfect method! Tell me! Sorry if I gave you a scare. Oh, uh, is Victor home? Do you know? Vic? I don't think so. Are you a friend of his? Just passing through. I was about ready to move on. Well, have a good evening and happy holidays. I thought I was lost. And then I saw the light in the window. He was very helpful. He's like that. Always thinking of others. Where could he be? Is he expecting you? Well, not exactly. I brought Christmas dinner. The whole works. Did you really? He deserves it. All alone in this big old house. Maybe there's a door that's open. I wouldn't bother. Why not? Well, the last I saw of him, he was down by the river. What was he doing there? He wanted to show me something very hospitable. That sounds like Victor. Would you like to join him? Oh, no, I'll wait. Well, of course, the food is getting cold. I can show you the way. Well, it's not far. I hope he's ready for a surprise. Oh, he is. I'm sure of it. I even brought a pretty good bottle of wine. If you'd care to join us, for a taste, I mean. One for the road. No, thanks. I have a few more stops to make. On Christmas Eve? Well, my work's never done. Oh, that's too bad. No, it's good. It's been a great year, and it's almost finished. Watch your step. Have you known him long? Victor? Well, let me see. Go on. You can tell me. Not much to tell. I want to know everything. Oh, wait. What's that under your coat? What are you... Oh, wait. Wait! No! No, please! Oh, 
So now you know the secret. Where some writers get their ideas. A word of warning, though. It may be a long time till morning, and there's no law against talking in the dark. But watch what you say, or your nightmares just might end up trapped between the covers of a book. More from Fangoria's Dread Time stories in a moment. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Talking in the Dark was written for radio by Dennis Etchison and is based on his short story. Heard in the cast were Kurt Nabig, Danny Goldring, Anne Sonneville, Tim Dadabo, Lisa Wolf, Joby Cerny, C.J. Amari, Jim McCants, Aidan Edwards, Julian Marrero, and Carol Amari. Fangoria's Dreadtime Stories with host Malcolm McDowell is a copyrighted radio feature produced and directed by Carl Amari. Executive producer, Thomas DeFeo. Associate producer, Chris Rowe. Sound design, custom Foley effects, recording and editing are produced by Mike Gustala. Original music composed and conducted by Chris Alexander. Join us next time on The Dark Side where the night never ends for another fascinating story presented by Fangoria Magazine. Jim McCants speaking.